This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark. A little chilly out here in the Midwest this morning. Woke up to uh, the heater kicking on. But we're glad you're here on this Monday morning. This is uh, news you can use, the top five news headlines for this Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Thanks for joining us. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet to our Affirm America podcast, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com. Sign up. We'll send a notice out to you once a new episode comes out every day. You can also reach me at Marquise at uh, FirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at FirmAmerica.com. All right, let's jump right into it. The top five headlines for your Monday morning. Okay, headline number five. Archbishop denies Nancy Pelosi communion due to her stance on abortion. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelloni, must be Italian, announced Friday that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is barred from receiving Holy Communion due to her pro-abortion stance, marking an escalation in a decades-long tension between the Roman Catholic Church and liberal Democratic politicians on abortion. Cordelloni has written to the California Democrat, informing her that she should not present herself for Holy Communion at Mass and that priests will not distribute communion to her if she does present herself. Spencer Brown, quote, As the letter from the Archbishop outlines, the church in her home district has apparently tried to meet with her about her stance on abortion. Again, one that is far outside of Catholic teaching. What Roe versus Wade allowed, and even what a majority of Americans support. Last May, Archbishop warned that prominent Catholics who continue to support abortion and even worse, their Catholic faith to justify their stance ought to be denied Holy Communion. This is a bitter medicine, Cordelloni said, of denying Catholics the sacrament, but the gravity of the evil of abortion can sometimes warrant it. Being libertarian, there are people who are boycotting communion with the Catholic Church because of Nancy Pelosi being denied communion for her stance on abortion. Government is some people's God. So kudos for the archbishop. It's about time that the Catholic Church took a stance on their principles. Nancy Pelosi certainly is one that should be shunned out of the many others that probably would fit in that category since she is a public figure. And to make an example of her really is a strong, gutsy move by the archbishop And we should all applaud him for the absurdities that the Democratic Party was trying to push, which is unlimited abortion, abortion up to birth, and even in some cases after the baby's been born, which is infanticide and murder. So uh, again, Nancy Pelosi not able to receive Holy Communion as the result of her stance on abortion. All right, headline number four. Gavin Newsom spends California's $98 billion budget surplus. 
Wall Street Journal, many GOP states are using their windfalls to cut taxes, not California. Mr. Newsom proposes to spend his surplus on buying votes. The biggest budget winner, as usual, is the teachers' union. Public schools will get $128 billion, a 25% increase over pre-pandemic levels, though student enrollment has shrunk by 270,000. School shutdowns and California woke curriculum have spurned many parents to seek alternatives. So again, this is your typical Democratic uh, politician, spend, 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 and uh, spend it on whatever they feel uh, gets them reelected because their motivation is only to remain in power and to serve special interests and have uh, a very narrow view on their ideas and their principles, which are typically very liberal, typically uh, support schools, teachers' unions. They're in bed with the bureaucrats in their states. And uh, the American people are waking up. Uh, over over 1.2 million people have already left public schools uh, since the pandemic because they realized what the schools are teaching them with all the woke curriculum and the sexually explicit material that they've been handing out to children as young as the kindergarten level up through K-12. So this is uh, doesn't surprise me that uh, people are leaving the public schools, going to homeschooling, going to charter schools and other alternatives, Catholic schools, things like that. Just keep that in mind. Uh, the next time you go to the voting booth, if you want to vote for a Democrat, especially in California, you're going to get what you vote for. Okay, headline number three, Americans continue to worry about inflation economy. Pessimism is not only present but growing. America's mood is uneasy and worried amid continued inflation and stock market declines. Large majorities describe their mood as such, and the percentage who call the economy bad has hit highs for the Biden administration. The number who say things in the country are going badly overall is at the highest level of President Biden's tenure. As pessimism about the market, the economy, and price drives views, looking forward and outweighs optimism about both jobs and the coronavirus as we head into summer. Breitbart, right now, Americans are facing one daily shock after another. Gas prices have exploded with record highs after record high over the last three weeks. Our monthly 401k statements make us wince, and what $100 bought you at the grocery store during the Trump era now costs closer to $150. No amount of happy talk about the unemployment rate or this or that can paper over the everyday trauma of everyday life in Joe Biden's failed America. Unfortunately, we're going to see more and more of this. This is um, just the start with uh, inflation numbers as a direct result of overspending by the federal government and overregulation. We have some very difficult times ahead, I believe. We have a potential recession. In fact, some say we're already in a recession. And then we also have inflation. Those are two very difficult circumstances. We call it stagflation. And uh, it's been uh, since the 1970s where we experienced both of these coming together and colliding. 
and we still have the, the government spending as if there is no end. They just signed off on $40 billion for Ukrainian aid, which we understand is very important for Ukraine, but we also cannot afford it, and we just add it to the debt. So the more they continue to do these uh, printing of money and spending, the more inflationary pressure we're going to see. And it's going to be some uh, difficult times for retirees as they're seeing their 401ks and their retirement accounts declining. And this is where we're headed under the Biden administration. So uh, the midterms can't come soon enough. And let us all get out and make sure we vote in November. All right, headline number two, Judge Block's lifting of Title 42. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, cannot move forward with a plan to discontinue pandemic-related emergency rules that allow U.S. border agents to rapidly expel migrants to Mexico or their home countries on public health grounds, a federal judge in Louisiana ruled Friday. Judge Robert Summer Hayes of the U.S. District Court in Lafayette, Louisiana, issued a preliminary injunction blocking the Biden administration from ending the restriction known as Title 42 on May 23rd when the CDC had planned to stop authorizing the border expulsions. From Politico, the majority of Americans opposed the Biden administration's decision to end a public health order used to expel migrants at the U.S. border, according to a new Politico Harvard survey. Underscoring how a law designed to stop the spread of disease is now widely seen as the best way to control immigration. The survey found that 55% of American adults oppose ending the use of the order known as Title 42 to prevent migrants from entering the U.S., compared to 45% who think the order should end. So again, the, 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 the border's a mess. I mean, we've got people coming across there in waves, and we've heard all the stories from the, the agents on the border. They've never seen anything like it. It's completely out of control. We have 42 terrorists who have been apprehended at the border. We have drugs, sex trafficking, fentanyl, on and on. So the fact that they're even going to consider to open to discontinue Title 42 was even worse, just like pouring gasoline on a problem. So uh, thank God for this uh, judge in Louisiana to put the brakes on ending Title 42, but the bigger problem is we need to close the doggone border. The border is wide open, and it does nothing good for the American people. It's expensive. It affects our jobs and wages, and it's just completely nuts. Both parties are, are guilty for this, too, as well. So, again, this is probably one of the most important midterm decisions for us. And I believe that Joe Biden will be impeached because of the border situation. It's going to be impeachment number one for Joe Biden in 2022. All right, headline number one, Hillary Clinton approved the release of Steele dossier to the media. Her foreign campaign manager, Robert Mook, admits National Review, quote, when Mook bracingly testified that Clinton herself approved the campaign proposal, to leak the back-channel smear to the media that enabled Durham to do exactly what he had hoped to do, place 
Sussman's alleged false statement in a larger context of a Clinton-driven conspiracy. MSN. Sussman has been charged with making a false statement to the FBI when he told former FBI General Counsel James Baker in September of 2016, less than two months before the presidential election, that he was not doing work for any client when he requested a attended meeting where he presented purported data and white papers that allegedly demonstrated a covert communications channel between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank, which has ties to the Kremlin. Special Counsel John Durham's team alleges Sussman was, in fact, doing work for two clients, the Hillary Clinton campaign and technology executives. And following the meeting with Baker, Sussman billed the Clinton campaign for his work. New York Post James Baker also told jurors he would have treated the white paper and other material Sussman gave him in September much differently if he if he had known that the Fusion GPS firm, then working for the Clinton campaign, was involved. Okay, so uh, this is no news for most of us that realize that this was a scam from the very beginning, that Hillary Clinton was most definitely behind this. It's obvious to many people, except for the mainstream media, who just failed to have a look at it and failed to uh, do their job and do some investigative reporting, which is their position, not to be a uh, arm of the Democratic Party's uh, speaking points. So uh, I'm glad to see that the truth is finally coming out after all these years. We spent four years of Russia, 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 and now we realize that Hillary Clinton was behind it the whole time. So if they haven't locked her up now, it's time to lock her up only going to become more and more apparent as Durham continues his special counsel, and we should see some more things come out as a result of what he's been uncovering. Okay, so again, these are your top five headlines for this Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Hope you have a great new week, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. Have a great day. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.